listening to the TCB Radio Network. for logging in tonight. Um, I want to say hi to some special friends really quick. I see AJ is here from Australia. Thank you so much. Thank you, AJ. You're so awesome with sharing our stuff and commenting on our stuff. We so appreciate it. Uh, thank you. And I don't. I know it's tomorrow in Australia, and here you are with us. Thank you so much. Amanda Brown's here, another great friend. Hey, Yvonne is here. Yvonne, thank you so much. You're another faithful friend. Thank you. Carol Williams is here. Hi. Han Smith is watching from the United Kingdom. Thank you, girl, also for being here with us tonight. Um, your friend and mine, Peter Alden, is in the comments tonight. So if I miss you, he will see you. So make sure you leave me a comment. And let me know, too, just for fun. Let me know where you're watching from, because that would be super, super awesome. I want to know where everybody is. We have such, and I know I say this every week, you guys, we have such a special show for you tonight. I've added um, some extra fun elements uh, for the end of the show, so I do hope that you'll hang in here with me for the whole thing, and uh, we're going to talk some Elvis tonight. And uh, so much more. So, okay, here's our introductory video. I'm going to give everybody a couple minutes. Please share. If you haven't already, share, share, share the video. Let your friends and family know you're watching us on TCB Radio Network on Facebook Live. Okay, I'm going to uh, play the other video now. And then we'll jump right into all the fun stuff for you guys. Okay, here we go. I'm, uh, maximizing the screen. Okay, here we go. That's all right. Still the king. That's all right. The original 
right. That'll do it tonight for videos. We got them both in. So I <laughs> hope you enjoyed that. Um, so thank you for being here. Of course, it is, what is today? I've lost track. It's Wednesday. We never do this on a Wednesday. This is our first time to do this on a Wednesday, November 13th, uh, 2019. And we are, of course, TCB Radio Network. I'm Krista Joy, your founder and host. We are celebrating the life and memory of Elvis Presley with a mission to share his legacy with the world. Uh, tonight, I've got some This Day in Elvis history for you. Uh, plus a whole bunch more. So um, as I was saying before, if you get a chance, please hit that share button. Uh, we're relying on you uh, to let everybody know about our show so they can tune in and watch and get their Elvis fix uh, because uh, everybody needs that in their life. Everybody can use more Elvis in their life. That is for sure. Hey, Trina's here from Scotland. Hello. Wow, we have all our European friends watching tonight. Thanks, y'all, for being here. We appreciate it. So, have you guys heard, did you know that you can now catch our podcast on multiple platforms? So, of course, we've always, since day one, we've been dedicated to bringing you your Elvis every way possible. So, that's why we have a blog, we have a YouTube channel, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. We do the Facebook Lives, which you're watching here right now, but we also have fantastic, fantastic pre-recorded interviews with people that knew Elvis really, really closely. We're going to be talking about a couple of those episodes that we just posted in, in a moment. But I want to let you know it's so easy to catch these interviews. All you got to do, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, they are free. They are online for you on different podcast platforms such as Anchor, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Player.fm, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, but also, just in case you've never listened to a podcast in your life, you're not even sure what a podcast is, we put them all on their own designated YouTube channel as well. Almost everybody I know can figure out YouTube and how to push that big red button and listen to the show. So that's why Peter takes that extra step for me. Every interview we do, he puts it up on YouTube. So, And you can find links to all of this, all of this. So it's a no-brainer. Everything is at tcbradionetwork.com, and you can catch it all right there. We've got links to everything to make it super, super easy. So please share our wonderful interviews and listen to them as well. We spend hours. It takes hours booking these guests and uh, recording the show uh, painstakingly editing it so that it's pleasing to your ears and we do it all for you. Um, Elvis is no longer here. So we are, it's, it's up to us, you guys and us to share his legacy and his memory. So I hope that you will take some time to listen to these fantastic shows and share them with your friends. It would mean the world to us. So here we go. This day in Elvis history, we're talking November 13th, 1954. Guess what? We talk about this a lot. Elvis performed at the Louisiana Hayride Municipal Auditorium in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's right. November 13th, 1955, Elvis was busy. He was performing at the Ellis Auditorium in Memphis, Tennessee. He did not one, but two shows. He had a matinee show concert at 3 o'clock and one at 8 o'clock. And this was the first of a six-day tour busy guy and he was all of what 19 20 years old in 1955 amazing November 13 1957 Elvis sailed for Los Angeles on the USS Lurleen 
He left at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. November 13, 1970, Elvis performed at the Cow Palace in San Francisco, California. This is back when they were using really glamorous names for their arenas, apparently. <laughs> the Cow Palace. Okay. November 13, 1971, Elvis performed at the Memorial Auditorium in Dallas, Texas. One at 2.30 and one at 8.30. Once again, double concerts. He wanted to fit everybody in. Every show sold out. So when he could, I know, that's why he did two concerts in one day in certain places. November 13, 1972, Elvis performed at the Swing Auditorium in San Bernardino, California. So today, November 13th, was a big day for Elvis concerts, apparently. So, hey, I want to do a shout-out for Don Wilson, who's watching. Now, if you watch on YouTube, Elvis's very last concert, I think it's the last concert, correct me if I'm wrong, Don, Elvis says Don Wilson's name from the stage. Can you imagine? It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Look it up. Don Wilson was a good friend of Elvis. And Don Wilson, I need to mention, he's been such a wonderful friend to us here at DCB Radio Network. He's been a wonderful contact for so many reasons, and he knows what I'm talking about here. Um, but I want to tell you that Don Wilson has also just started his own podcast. That's right. It's called Don Wilson's Hollywood Beat. And he is playing interviews from people that knew Elvis that have passed on. Are you kidding me? Are you? That just blows my mind. It's a fantastic show. He's getting a variety of people on, too. It's not just Elvis people, but it's people from the glamorous days of Hollywood, the films, the TV shows, even... Facebook group admins, people like your friend and mine, Sissy Lowe Young, who um, admins the group called Elvis, find out what's happening then and now. And I had some people that run another Elvis group on Facebook give me a hard time because I mentioned Sissy and I never mentioned them. Well, let me tell you why. The reason is because Sissy and I know each other in person. And Sissy and I, Sissy has helped me uh, with a lot. She has been my friend since before anybody even knew what the show was. And uh, we have been kind of partners in crime this whole time. And this other person that was calling me out, I didn't even know who she was. So I apologize to that person if you're watching. But that's why um, I always mention Sissy, especially if she's watching us live. And I also always mention Janet Bostic Williams, who when she's watching this live too, because she has an, her her own group called Elvis the Man and His Music, and uh, Janet writes for us. She spends so much time writing beautiful articles for our blog about Elvis. TCBRadioNetwork.com is where you can find all of Janet's beautiful writing about Elvis. So that's why I mentioned Janet and her group. So if you want me to mention your Facebook group, reach out to me and let me know. We got to be friends. I got to know you. We got to do things for each other. So I just want to clear the air on that. <laughs> Hope that's okay. <laughs> so if you haven't already, don't forget to hit the share button and also type in where you're watching us from today. I saw somebody typing in a foreign language. I would love to know where you're watching from tonight. Um, okay, now speaking of those podcast interviews, we are so thrilled to bring you our first ever in-person interview, which was converted to podcast form. It features Billy Stanley, the stepbrother of Elvis. Pete and I got to meet him in person when we traveled to Memphis for Elvis Week, and he was kind enough to interview with us live and on the spot. 
That video can still be found on Facebook Live. It has like 8,000 views or more. Um, Billy has experienced controversy in the Elvis world. The reviews of his books that I found online often warn you to take what he says with a grain of salt. We have included affiliate links on our website so you can get the books and read them for yourself, make your own uh, decisions on that. What I can tell you from my personal experience of being in the same room with this man and feeling the same vibes and breathing the same air, you know, he was like five feet away from me. I can tell you from my heart that Billy loves Elvis. It is uh, unbelievable how much his love and adoration for Elvis is still just palpable um, to this day. He loves Elvis. Um, now, when you're with Billy, you feel like no time has gone by since he's been apart from his brother Elvis. He calls him his brother um, if it weren't for the sadness you feel inside that's kind of radiated from him to your own heart when he tells you how much he misses him, you might think he was just with Elvis a few minutes ago. But the memories are really fresh in his mind. So you'll hear um, in the interview how Billy literally brought me to tears with his return from Death's Story where he explains he died for a few minutes and he saw Elvis in heaven in 2018. Um, and all this is from a man who has stories swirling around him that Elvis had an affair with his wife. He still loves Elvis. Billy has moved on from all the drama and he adores Elvis. But no matter what, it's clear that Billy respects and appreciates Elvis. Like I said, he literally thinks of Elvis each and every day. So I encourage you to listen to the interview uh, that we did with him. Again, you can find it on our uh, website, tcbradionetwork.com. And it's on all of our platforms everywhere. So thank you all so much. I wanted to let you know about that interview with uh, Billy, Billy because it's done really, really well. And everybody wants to hear from him. So um, don't forget, if you haven't already, hit the share button. And please type in where you're watching from as well. I'd love to know where everybody is from. Um, and real quick, if I can take a quick break. Uh, right now, we are going to do public service announcement for you guys. I uh, have one more video. This one is literally 30 seconds long. So check this out. This is going to speak for itself and we're going to talk about it in just a minute. Okay, here we go. Elvis is on the victory. Put on your blue suede shoes and come see a tribute to Elvis featuring Peter Alden on Victory Casino. Peter Alden is a veteran of the Legends in Concert stage and has performed his tribute to Elvis all over the world. He was even inducted into the International Elvis Tribute Artist Hall of Fame in 2019. So all you Elvis fans out there, join us to see one of the best Elvis tributes in the world on Saturday, January 11th on both our AM and PM crew. Victory Casino Cruises. Feel the excitement. Experience the victory. Elvis is on the Alright, so <laughs> So if you're uh, not just an Elvis fan but an Elvis tribute artist fan, we wanted to let you know that in January, um, my co-host who does all of our Oh, so much, like literally I couldn't do this show without him. He is gonna be performing on a day cruise. So it, it goes out of Cape Canaveral, Florida. If you're in the area, we want to let you know this is January 11th, so right around Elvis' birthday. He's doing the afternoon cruise and the evening cruise, so we hope you will join us for that. 
And I, this is an Elvis show. It's not an Elvis tribute artist show, but I could not do this Elvis show without Peter Alden and the work that he does that pays our bills to have our internet and our phone. Like, literally, <laughs> I can't have this Elvis show without Peter. So I hope you understand. And I wanted to let you all know he's fantastic and he's going to be doing a show. So if you're in town, you want to come join us for that. Okay, so I found this fantastic article. I'm going to read to you next. It is, a, it is from the Elvisblog.com, and it is written by Alan Hansen, and uh, it's a beautiful article all about Thanksgiving, so I thought this would be appropriate, just in case I'm not able to broadcast again before Thanksgiving. We wanted to get this in. Um, so it's called, Elvis and his fans can be thankful for each other on Thanksgiving. So that's Elvis, and that's you and me, his fans. So here we go. Elvis had much to be thankful for during his lifetime. Certainly his loyal fans would have been on the list, and Elvis acknowledged his gratitude to them often during his career. His fans propelled him to fame in the 1950s, buying his records and attending his concerts in vast numbers. They made him the most popular entertainer in the world. When he went away for two years to the Army, he wondered if his fans would still be there when he returned. He needn't have worried. His fans waited patiently during his absence and eagerly welcomed him home. They continued to buy his records and see his movies, even when the quality of both diminished during the mid-60s. And when he finally went back on the road, a new generation of Elvis fans joined the old ones to fill auditoriums wherever he appeared. Elvis often worked on Thanksgiving Day. As much as Elvis had to be thankful for, a look through Peter Goralnik and Ernst Jorgensen's book, Elvis Day by Day, indicates that Elvis did not celebrate Thanksgiving Day on a regular basis during his 23-year show business career. While Elvis nearly always spent Christmas Day at home in Memphis, he more often than not spent Thanksgiving away from Graceland during those years. In fact, Grace, in fact Thanksgiving Day often found Elvis at work. In 1954, he appeared in, on Thanksgiving at the Palladium Club in Houston. A year later, he worked the holiday at Woodrow Wilson High School in Port Arthur, Texas. In 1956, he was again on the road on Turkey Day, appearing at the Sports Arena in Toledo, Ohio. At times during the 1960s, Elvis was working in Hollywood on Thanksgiving time. On November 24, 1960, he was shooting Wild in the Country at the 20th Century Fox Ranch north of Santa Monica. The next year, he was working on Kid Galahad in November. He spent the holiday driving back to Memphis in 1964, having just finished work on Tickle Me. Location shooting on Stay Away Joe ended the day before Thanksgiving in 1967, and he was in the middle of filming Live a Little, Love a Little during the November holiday period in 1968. Even when Elvis wasn't on the set, Thanksgiving was an important day for his films. Six of his movies were released nationwide the day before Thanksgiving to take advantage of the four-day high school break. They were Love Me Tender, 1956, G.I. Blues in 1960, Blue Hawaii 1961, Girls, Girls, Girls 1962, Fun in Acapulco 1963, and Harem Scarum in 1965. Elvis even worked the final two Thanksgiving days of his life. 
After Elvis returned to the Vegas stage and national touring in the 70s, he seldom worked on Thanksgiving. The only exceptions were the last two November holidays of his life. On November 27, 1975, he flew to Las Vegas on the Lisa Marie to start a new engagement there. And on November 25, 1976, he performed on stage at the University of Oregon in Eugene. Along the way, there were some interesting Thanksgiving days in Elvis' life, as noted by Karolnik and Jorgensen. In 1957, Elvis spent the holiday evening watching Pat Boone's new movie called April Love at Lowe's Palace in Memphis. The following year, the holiday found Elvis in Germany. The Army promoted him to private first class that day, and he had Thanksgiving dinner with the family of his girlfriend at the time, Elizabeth Stefanik. Stefanik. Stefaniak. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sorry, Elizabeth, wherever you are. Thanksgiving 1967 was his first as a married man, and in 1968, that was his first Thanksgiving as a father. In 1972, Elvis, already legally separated from Priscilla, spent the holiday in Hawaii with girlfriend Linda Thompson. Three days earlier, Elvis had held a press conference to announce his satellite concert to be broadcast from Hawaii the following January. Elvis fans have much to be thankful for on Thanksgiving. Certainly, Elvis's fans have much to be thankful for at this time of year. Elvis's older fans should be especially thankful for all the young Elvis fans out there, those who have grown to love his music, even though they may not have been born during his lifetime. They are the ones who will assure that his legacy will live on. Without them, the first generation of Elvis fans of the 50s and 60s would be like a high school graduation class where whose reunions find fewer and fewer alumni still standing as the years go by. Like their parents who passed on their affection for Elvis to them, this new generation of Elvis enthusiasts will hopefully pass on that spirit to their own children. So again, I want to give credit, as I did at the beginning, this article was written by Alan Hansen, and if you want to read it for yourself, it's over at um, elvisblog.com great article about Elvis and Thanksgiving. So don't forget, if you haven't already, I want to remind you to hit the share button. Uh, let everybody know you're watching at TCB Radio Network on Facebook Live. We're all celebrating Elvis together tonight as we do um, here at TCB Radio Network. Thank you for being here. Okay, so next up, I want to mention to you the other brand new podcast episode that we uh lovingly recorded for you guys. I hope you'll tune into it. Again, this is up on YouTube if you don't know how to uh, play a podcast. But this this was astounding to me. And I, and I heard on Facebook, people were telling me they'd never heard of this either. So I'm so glad we did this feature. So there's this town and it's in Australia and it's called Parks. And normally this town in Australia, this quaint little town, has about 12,000 people. And this town, way down under, it's become synonymous with Elvis. And the reason is that for that is because for 28 years they have had an amazing Elvis festival. It's not what you think. Listen, listen to this. So it was truly my honor to conduct this interview with Kathy Treasure. Now, Kathy is the director of this huge Elvis festival that happens down in Australia, 
And uh, everybody tells me that Kathy Treasure, her name fits. She is an actual treasure, and I would have to agree. Again, Kathy is the director of the largest Elvis festival in Australia, probably the world. And it's not just another Elvis tribute artist contest. Okay, this event hosts over 260, 260 events. Most are free. They're interactive events for Elvis fans of all ages. So, are you kidding me? I'm talking 260 events. Events. Um, thousands and thousands of people. So, 260 events. They're interactive. She, she's come up with some cool things. So, what they're doing, some examples of the uh, events include, they do a 50-style makeup lesson. They do ukulele lessons. So, you learn how to play Elvis songs on the ukulele. They even um, have Elvis singing lessons so you can sing the Elvis songs in five-part harmony. So all of these events and activities surround Elvis, um, which is so cool. And then so I want to tell you too that thousands upon thousands of Elvis fans come to parks for this festival. The town, of, like I told you, it's usually around 12,000. They grow to a population of over 20,000 people during these five days every January. So if you are wondering if Elvis fans are dying out, just talk to Kathy. She will tell you that attendance is growing and growing every year. They have a passion for Elvis in Australia. As our friends from Australia that watch this show probably know firsthand, so please listen to my interview with Kathy. It is up on our blog, tcbradionetwork.com. Don't miss it. She is adorable. Her beautiful um, Australian accent. You're not going to want to miss it. It's fantastic. Okay, so we're 30 minutes in. And uh, what I want to do right now, I want to do a couple of things that are kind of not totally Elvis-centered. So... If you're not, uh, if you want to go ahead and leave the broadcast now, you're more than welcome. But I have some things going on in our lives here at TCB Radio Network that I want to share with you guys. I want you to have the opportunity to be a part of this as well. So um, it's a little bit off subject, but I wanted to let you know. So if you want to stay with me, stay with me. If you don't, that's okay. I understand you can go because the Elvis news is going to stop here. We're going to um, talk about some other stuff we have going on. So, but it all kind of ties back in because once again, I couldn't have this Elvis show if it weren't for these other activities that are going on in my life. So I want to share this stuff with you. Um, to begin with, I want to mention that tonight's episode has been sponsored by, you guessed it, Victory Casino Cruises. That's right. And I want to show their little flyer that they sent me. Um, they've been so good to us here at TCB Radio Network. Check out this flyer. This is cool. All right. So as you can see, um, you can book a holiday party right on the Victory Casino Cruise. Again, th these go out of Cocoa Beach, Florida, here in the United States. Um, just in case you're going to be in town for the holidays, we want to let you know that you can you can book a whole holiday party. You don't necessarily have to go by yourself or with your husband. You can bring a whole group of friends um, on the Victory Casino Cruise. It's only 26 bucks a person if you do this special group rate with 15 or more people. And what's included in that is your boarding, your buffet, $20 in qualified slot play, free drinks while gaming, 
And there's even transportation from places in Florida that'll take you to the boat on a bus. You just can't beat it. I mean, the value is unbelievable. Space is limited, so you want to book now at 855-GO-VICTORY. They wanted me to add that no, you can't use a coupon or any other discount if you do this group rate because this is rock bottom. So they, they just doesn't get any cheaper than this. So I wanted to let you know tonight's episode is sponsored by Victory Casino Cruise. And then the next thing I want to talk about is our other cruise we have coming up. So um, I have to thank from the bottom of my heart the Good Stuff Band. Because if they didn't call, ask us to be part of this, we wouldn't be part of this. This is the beautiful flyer. I know it's all backwards. So let me set it up this way so you guys can see it. This is our little flyer. We're highly professional here. <laughs> okay. So the cruise with the band is happening in November of 2020. Um, cruise packages start at $6.85 per person. This is on the Carnival Legend. And we're all going to be going to um, Grand Cayman, the Mahogany Bay, Belize and Cozumel on the Carnival Legend. We're departing from Tampa. So what you need to do if you want to come on the ship and party with the Good Stuff Band and Peter Alden, because you know he's going to be doing some Elvis tribute uh, shows. So Elvis fans are going to really enjoy this cruise Plus, we want to meet you. I want to hang out with you for seven days. It would be super fun. Um, the number to call is 800-827-7779, extension 4890. You ask for Nancy. And then if you book this cruise through Nancy, that's the only way you get to come to all the special concerts. Uh, you also get to do a pre-cruise gathering, an onboard meet and greet, private parties with the Good Stuff Band, Peter Alden. You get a free t-shirt. It's awesome. Okay, let me tell you the best part. Because here's the thing, my whole life I thought I couldn't afford to go on these kind of really cool, nice cruises. You can afford this. All you got to do right now is put down the deposit, uh, which is pretty small. I want to say it's it's 100 I think it's $200 a person, something like that. Call Nancy and ask her, make sure. Um, but that's all you have to put down right now. And then you have, um, you make payments all the way up until August of 2020, at which time you could get all your money back. If a crisis happens and you can't come on the cruise with us for whatever reason in November, they will refund all your money all the way up until August of 2020. So what are you waiting for? You got to book the cruise with the band. It's going to be lots of fun. And uh, I hope we have some Elvis friends from TCB Radio join us on the boat because it's going to be really cool. Um, at this time, I need to call my co-host from the other room because we're going to talk about something very special and near and dear to my heart. This, this part, this thing that I'm going to talk to you about. Thank you. Yeah, Jen's in the comments. She put the number for um, Jen and Marianne. That's who you need to call to book the cruise with the good stuff, the rock and roll party at sea. So make sure you call that number and uh, you can just ask too. It's okay if you, if you don't want to pay for the cruise, you just want to ask a bunch of questions. They'll totally help you with that too. So just call, book your cabin, um, or get information. Uh, operators are standing by. <laughs> okay, so here he is. I brought him in. Roxanne says, hi, Peter. Yes, we've chased everyone away. There should be three or four people still watching. <laughs> Yeah. Mom and dad, and I think somebody. Yes. Else, but. Yes. They're so watching. I can pretty much say whatever I want since 
Maybe yeah. they'll be watching this later. Maybe though. they'll be watching this later. Here's what I want to talk about. We don't normally do this uh, so blatantly promote um, our Peter Alden albums. But people, including you guys, have been so excited about this brand new Christmas album that I wanted to talk about it a little bit here tonight on TCB Radio Network. Now, Elvis fans will like this because there are definitely some Elvis there definitely are. songs on it. Um, but not only that, it's Peter Alden's first Christmas album in seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Um, so the public asked and he delivered. Yeah, the public asked. They did. The we three had people no people I saw down at Publix said, "Hey, are you we had no Christmas albums last year, and I had to break so many hearts because people were asking me for a Christmas album, and we we didn't have one because um, I sold out of the old one a long time ago. So it was really important to us to make sure that everybody that got a Peter Allen Christmas album could get one or wanted one could get one this year. So we ordered these these beautiful albums." And you can get them, sorry to hold it in front of your face, if this is <laughs> hold it in front of my face. But um, you can get this from us. Just send me an email. We'll figure out a way. I don't care where you live, if you're overseas, whatever, it doesn't matter. We have ways to get this in your hands. Uh, we can also send you uh, digital copies so you can download them on. Sheila's still here. See, she wanted to tell you. <laughs> thank she, you, Sheila. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Sheila. And Gino's here. Hopefully, we're going to meet Gino in person in a couple weeks. You don't even know who that is, but you're going to find out. Okay. Gino and Deborah. Love you guys. <laughs> thank you so much for watching tonight. Okay. So, can we talk about a couple things on this album, Peter? Um, I know you're going to be on stage telling people about this album. Yes. And um, so we have 15 fantastic songs on it. Um, what would you say came out when you listened to it as your favorite song on the album? I don't know. Um, some of them came out a lot better than I thought I thought they were going to. Um, I would have to say probably the one that I think, uh, and my producer Terry Fullwider also thinks is probably the best song on the album, is the last one, Mary, Did You Know? Yes, you have a cool story about that. You want to tell everybody? Yeah. I story. I was uh, several, it's been a while now, I think, uh, but when we, were, uh, when we were out in California seeing the Elvis Honeymoon House, we got a chance to hang out uh, for a little while with one of Elvis's uh, former girlfriends, Mindy Miller, and she and I were talking about uh, different songs and Christmas things and some of the songs Elvis wanted to do. And, and one of the things she mentioned was she wished that Elvis had lived long enough to hear this song because she thinks that Elvis would have been all over this song. Uh, so... Now, Mary Did You Know is also one of those songs where people always seem to go up into the stratosphere vocally when they, when they sing it. And I thought, okay, one of the things that Elvis was a master of was understatement. Elvis could take a song that some people, you know, would, would, would go all over and Elvis could take it and just do a very gentle, nice version of it. So when, when uh, we went in to, to record the song, I was going to add a female voice and some other things on it, and I was just rehearsing the bridge with my guitar player, and, and uh, they said, no, just, just do it that way, just the two of you guys. So we went in, and we came up with a version almost like the angel Gabriel whispering into Mary's ear, you know, Mary, did you know that this is, this is what this baby's going to be? So it's not a... It's not a, a 
you know, preaching, you know, let me hit all the big notes that I can hit. It's just a quiet from God to Mary. Mary, did you know this is what's coming? So uh, it's just me and just me and Terry, just the two of us. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think that Elvis might have, might have, I don't know if Elvis would have done it that way, but I, I like to think that he might have. That's what our vision was, that Elvis would go in with James Burton and say, James, let's go in, let's do this, just you and me, and strip it down. Unlike any other version, Elvis liked to do things differently than other people had done them. So, and uh, I think this is a really different version. I think it's really pretty. I love So, that. I'm really pretty. Yeah, I'm it, really came proud out, of it came out so, so good. And uh, we're going to put probably a, a video on YouTube with clips of each song for you guys to hear. So you can check it out. Um, we've sold a ton of these, but we want to sell a ton more. It's important to us to get this in your hands. Yes, because um, we'd like to keep the lights on. We'd like to keep the lights on. <laughs> if you love Elvis like we do, you're we enjoy GCB Radio Network. And uh, yeah, we need your support. So please buy a Christmas album or two or three. They make great gifts. I love that Peter mixed great songs like Santa Dunn Got Hit, which is a rockin' fun song. That's a holdover song from my previous album that my son Gabriel, who passed away, that was one of his favorite songs. So... I brought that one and a couple others from the original Christmas album. We brought them over uh, to this one. Uh, but that was the that was the one song. So we lead off with that one. It's um, the first song on the album, yeah. On and the it's album. But they've days. all been all been remixed. Even the, the ones that we brought over from the other album, we have remixed them, uh, added some new solos, things like that. So they're, they're still not fresh the, and new. yeah, they're still fresh and new. They're not the same versions that were on the old album. I love it. And then, um, if I get home on Christmas Day, every Elvis fan has heard Elvis's version of that song. It's a touching one. It, when I hear Elvis sing it, it almost makes me a little bit sad because I know he's recorded that one later in life. And I'm just weird. I can hear the difference in his voice between, especially towards the end, how, how just sad he felt inside. So when he sings that song, I feel kind of sad. So I'm really happy that Peter Alden <laughs> recorded it. Because now I can hear it. It still kind of sounds like, because yeah. you can't help it. You sound like Elvis, whether you try to or not. <laughs> but you're singing this song, and it feels a little happier to me, even though it's kind of a sad song. It, it, honestly, I could have done so many more songs from that album. Elvis's, Elvis's second Christmas album had so many good songs on it uh, that I wish you would hear more of. They, they never play them on the radio. You're lucky if you get Blue Christmas or Silver Bells. Mm -hmm. And maybe uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. But Although we got Blue Christmas on this one, too. Yeah, but We're a fan. We're but, a fan of Blue Christmas. But it's not Blue Christmas like you think. So it's still Elvisy, <laughs> but it's not Elvis's version. So, But, yeah, his second Christmas album, all, there's so many songs on there that are just really gorgeous songs. And, you know, you yeah. never hear them, so... And Oh Holy Night, we got that a special request from one of Pete's dear our dear friends and fans. So he recorded that one yep. for for her. Oh Holy Night is gorgeous. Um, perfect Christmas night. Is that That's from the Grinch movie. The Grinch the movie. Jim Jim Carrey Jim Carrey live action Grinch movie. So cool. It's just such a great con so you've got your reverent holy songs, but then you've also got your rock and fun songs and then your the song Elvis from Charlie Street. Brown. <laughs> oh, that's, okay, that's my favorite song on the album because I don't know why I just love his voice on that one, but it's called Christmas Time is Here. Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about from Peanuts. Christmas Time is Here. 
Yes, that's the one. I don't do that on that. But when Peter sings it, it's amazing. I love it so much. And um, can we just talk a minute about the snow miser, heat miser medley that's on this CD? <laughs> yes. So what would you like to say about you're it? You're obviously a fan of... Rankin and Bass. Yes, yes. The, the old Rankin and Bass Christmas specials. Yes. That's the one that's shocking everybody. What is this song doing on here? But it's awesome. It's yeah. perfect. It's from the year that of Santa Claus. And yeah, I've been a fan of the Rankin and Bass specials since I was a kid. And Terry, my guitar player, uh, does the Heat Miser part uh, for us. So uh, I sing the Snow Miser, Terry sings the Heat Miser, and uh, it, uh, I, think it came, I think it came across fun because when, when I went in, he challenged me and he said, okay, now you gotta, you've got to really ham it up and I don't think you can do that, so let's see if you can try it, if, I, if you can do it. So I went in and I did my part and he came, he came back and thought to himself, well, I shouldn't have challenged him because now i got to... So he went out and worked on his for a little bit to make sure he was ready, but he did a great job too. He matched me and... Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun song. It is. That's why. That's why. It's it's like a Christmas party. It's just a bunch of different kind of music. It's it. not. It's not all hymns. It's not all rockabilly. It's not. You know. It's it's just. It's a mixture of all different types of Christmas music. Yeah. That uh, so it's stuff you might hear at a party. That's why we called it Christmas party. I love it. And uh, look, and, there's me right on the cover. So if you don't buy it for any other reason, buy it for, for my face. I'll yes, because she told me that no one would buy it if her face wasn't on it. So. No one will no, buy this I if my did. face isn't on that it. Wasn't, so. I said, we'll probably sell a few more copies if you put my face on oh, it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but Peter Gould uh, yeah, Photography. Yeah, so shout out to Peter Gould Photography. We're, oh my goodness, everybody's showing the love for this fantastic um, album art with good reason. Talk, yeah. about, talk about Peter Gould. Yeah, Peter. Uh, Peter Gould is a, is a friend of mine. We uh, we actually do a podcast together um, on uh, on comic books and superheroes and things like that. But uh, the uh, the front cover and the back cover we designed. Uh, he and I grew up about the same time period, and we both have a love for the old seventies toys, the the Mego action figures, and and all the superhero stuff and all the Christmas special stuff. So. We hid a whole bunch of those little things in the in the cover and and. And where'd this cape come from? That is a an exact replica of Christopher Reeve's cape from Superman the movie, and it was designed by the same people that designed his. So it hooks it hooks like his did under you. you it hooks under the, the the shirt. So it's it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool thing. It's pretty heavy. Um, and Peter is a big. Big Christopher Reeve fan, so it's uh, it's a replica. Chris didn't wear it, but it was made by the same people, so it's pretty neat. So, I mean, in addition to every song having a special story, so much about this cover, this album art, art has a story, and um, you can see we put our children's names on the stockings. So one for Gabriel, one for Nathan. Those are Pete's boys, and then one for Brad and one for Scott, who are my boys. And then you see the leg lamp from. Um, Christmas, the Christmas, Christmas story yeah. Yeah, back Christmas here. Story. So in the Grinch slippers. So just so many little cute things for you to look for in the album art. Now, if you order this uh, CD and the snow miser and the heat miser on the TV. Yeah, there's a snow miser and heat miser. If you order the CD over digital download, if we send it to you that way, we still send you the album art, so yes. you can still enjoy the beautiful um, art and everything. So I know not everybody has a CD player anymore. They're right. kind of phasing out. 
So definitely get in touch with me. Um, I'm going to start releasing everything as an 8-track. Yeah, that should go over good. <laughs> uh, but they're $15, and if I need to ship it to you, there's extra for shipping, or you can get the digital downloads from anywhere you are in the whole world. You can get those from me, and then there's no shipping. So just email us. Um, Peter Alden team at gmail.com or you can message us at TCB radio network at gmail.com. I want to thank you, Peter Alden, for being on my show today. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and to all you Elvis fans who are still watching, thank you so much uh, for being here with us. It's not, I know I don't usually, hardly ever, um, go this far off track. We're all Elvis all the time. But truly, if it weren't for the albums and the cruises, and the shows and the things that Peter does to pay our bills here at the house, um, there would not be a TCB radio network. We wouldn't be able to bring you the show the way we do. We don't make money for this. Uh, no. We spend hours <laughs> we and not. hours. We don't make money. We love Elvis. We love you guys. So that's why we do it. So if you could please support us um, by coming to shows and buying albums, <laughs> we'd really appreciate it. It'll help us to get more shows out there for you on TCB radio network. So thank you all so much for watching. Hey, Roxanne. Hey, Don Wilson. Hey, Sharon Jones. Uh, I'm going to go through the comments. And are you saying, or if you guys are saying you want the CD in the comments, thank you. I want to encourage you to email me too, just in case I miss, <laughs> I miss your comment. But we'll get, get you a CD. We'll message you, whatever we got to do. Pablo. Pablo's watching. Pablo. Hi, Pablo and Delia. Love you guys. Tabitha, she's such a good friend. Thank you so much for watching and hanging in there with us. Sissy, it's, she says it's oh, Wednesday. Oh, fin is she finally here? Sorry, Sissy. I, I uh, <laughs> moved it to Wednesday this week. Craziness going on. We're just, we're off the rails. But thank you all so much for watching. And um, we will see you again real soon. And uh, you've been a beautiful audience. We'll try to do another Facebook Live um, or drop another podcast this month if we possibly can. But please make sure you go back, listen to the two the brand, two brand new ones that we have up. Not to mention Ronnie McDowell. Yep. Ronnie McDowell has Ronnie two McDowell. episodes two, out. That's a, that's a two-part episode. The speaking voice of Elvis. The singing, singing voice the singing. of Elvis. No, he's not the speaking voice. Well, he didn't he, he's talked in the movies, though, too, I thought. For, like, the one Kurt Russell did. No, Kurt, that was Kurt. So, okay. So did, only Ronnie sing? just does the singing. Oh, yeah. I, I should know that. Sorry. Two episodes with Ronnie McDowell. We got it all. So you guys check it out. And make sure you call um, Jen about the cruise as well. Or email her if you want to come on the uh, Rock Although cruise. Ronnie, <laughs> that's some interesting. We saw Ronnie just before yes. his cruise. We saw Ronnie right before his cruise. Mm -hmm. And? I got to see you got to he see called, He called me up. But Everybody knows. I put that video Oh, you put that up on video. It's been seen a thousand. It's not like a thousand. Ronnie movies. thinks I look like George Reeves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, awesome. I don't look like Elvis. I look like Superman. So it's so cool. If you haven't seen that video, make sure you tell me. I will send it to you so you can see it. Peter only got to sing with this hero. Uh, Ronnie he called Brown. me Clark all night long. Because <laughs> I was wearing glasses, so he thought I looked like Clark Kent. And then... As I was leaving the stage, he says, you know, sitting singing this close to you, I looked at you, you really look just like George Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Which we I suppose as, it could be worse. He we took it as a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. I certainly did. I, yeah, uh, it was a yeah. huge compliment. Yeah, George Reeves is a good looking dude. Ronnie so. can call you whatever he wants to That's call right. you. <laughs> okay, guys, we're really signing off now. Thank you for watching. We love you. Stay in touch. We're on TCB Radio Network on Facebook, tcbradionetwork.com for the website. See y'all real soon. Thanks for watching. Good night. Bye.